following podcast is intended for an adult audience only. It contains strong language, strong opinions, and themes of a sexual nature. So if you are under 18, or indeed difficult to please, this isn't the podcast for you. Thank you very much, Burns. This is indeed the long overdue episode 2 of Varying Degrees, a BDSM podcast. Now, unfortunately, Lady Electra is otherwise engaged this evening, but don't worry, folks, because we're going to be joined by two very exciting new co-hosts. What else have we got coming up? Well, we're going to be in for a treat in the form of Burns' Jocko Naughty, in which he'll be reading us a very naughty tale indeed. We'll be exploring uh, one of my oldest books. It's an encyclopedia of sorts. And, of course, like I said, we'll be getting acquainted with our two new co-hosts, who I am proud to introduce now. Here to discuss the topic of community are our friends, the Shockhead of Red. Say hello, guys. Yay! Yay. Shockhead! Hello! Before we dive into community, tell us a little bit about yourselves. Well, what can we say? Uh, we've been... Uh, I, I'm Shockhead, and this is Red. Uh, we've been a couple for... Are you pointing s- at me? It's a microphone. I know, <laughs> seven and a half I years. I thought you were Red and she was Shockhead. Oh, I know. It's a, it's a de- well, it depends. We switch up occasionally. Yay! Hey. Yeah, um, yeah we've, we've been together seven and a half years, part of this local community, about a year, year and a half. Kinky before that or not really? Uh, Personally, yeah, personally, a bit more dabbly. I mean, I've seen your fucking machine. You, you yes, have. <laughs> you have. That's a, that's a beast, isn't it? Yes. Uh, I didn't get a name. I'm thinking Roger. Roger or Charles. But you've had that long before. Well, Roger, because it, it, yeah, we did. We, so we, Kinky First Community Later? Yeah, Kinky First Community Later. I Years ago, before we were a couple and stuff at university, I was part of uh, other King communities and the like. And, but now, definitely. And yeah. NSV, what? Definitely that way round, only because I wasn't aware that there was a community. I didn't really realise that was a thing until recently, until a year, like a year and a half, two years ago, that I realised there was actually a, a group of people that were willing to actually discuss this properly and not and just a really bunch in. of pirates. Because <laughs> in my experience pr- prior to this, everybody I met just didn't have a discussion or discuss boundaries or anything like that. They just di- literally sort of dive in and just crack on. And I'm like, hang on a minute, I'm not comfortable with this. That's upsetting me, could you not? And I'm like, oh God. But now that there's this environment where you can actually have those discussions and talk about things and say, right, this is what I do, this is what I don't do. Is that okay? Yeah, that's fine. Off we go. And it's that, it, it's, I prefer it. Well, I'm, I'm really glad that the two of you are able to join myself and Burns tonight, and Hi. I hope that you have a good time with us this evening. Oh, I hope so. So, how do you guys define the community? What does it mean to you? Um, community is one of those, it's a strange thing, because it's it's a word that, it, it means different things on different levels, mm-hmm. in my opinion. Um, most people, I would say, would, would probably think community is obviously always a friendship uh, thing, and maybe a... Uh, you know, going on from French or going into like sort of relationship area, and I don't mean anything that means you know in a in a um, amorous way. Mm. It could be relationship as in people that you trust, people that you can understand, you know, people that you can work with and can help you through through pretty much anything. So that's kind of what community means to me. Is it's more about the um, you know having people around you mm. that that you can rely on, that you can you know work with, and and, and everything like that. Like a network. Yeah, like a network. It's a bit, yeah, it's a bit like a global network of, of different people. You know, some people might see it in other ways, but that's how I see it. You mean global network, so you talk about an online community as well as a... Well, it could be online, it could be offline, it could be people that you know from down the pub, it could be people that you know online, it could yeah. be people that you know from a certain group or a certain, you know, meeting that you go to. It all really depends, but um, I think definitely in the Kanka community, as we often say, I think to me, it's about a group that you are, are trustworthy with. Mm. Well, I was just saying before, I think it's like a bit of a, a safety mechanism because you get a chance to get to know someone before diving before, into anything. Yeah, whatever. Because yeah, yeah. obviously there's a commu- there's a sort of uh, way of living these days where people will just meet somebody in a nightclub and just take them home. 
then you've got this person yeah. in your house. You don't know them. You don't know what they're like. They could have anything. You, you don't know if you're safe. At least this way, you can get to know that person first and decide, do you trust that person? Do you not? And get to, and if you don't, you have that time to trust it. And if you don't feel safe, you have the chance to take yourself out of that situation before it becomes a situation. And I, I think that's another good part about it, as you say there, is the fact that with the, with the community as well, there is those sort of safety barriers and there are those sort of understandings and, and you've got that ability to take a little bit more action. And the good thing is that I have found especially with the BDSM and the the kink community and especially in this area is it's very inclusive mm, as yeah. opposed to exclusive Absolutely. where you you have new people might join they're very sheepish they might be shy they might be very unsure as to what they're going to get into and I found even when I joined this area because I'm not from this area as my accent may give away <laughs> um, but I found that it was a very warm welcoming community yeah. of people and whether my kink might be the same as someone else's or totally different to someone else's or a total juxtaposition to someone else's the fact that I could see and meet and talk to people no matter who they were or what they liked or where they were from or about it, and just blend in and fit in was great you know it's, it was I also like the fact that there's a group of people you could have conversations with that you can't normally have at work at the recent lunch I found myself talking to people about aftercare and what do they do and you can't have that conversation you know over the photocopier you can't it's certain people you have that well you can them. but it normally you, you ends can, in some sort of dismissal <laughs> yeah it ends in a disciplinary but at least that way you could ask people for advice in that kind of situation that you couldn't do in mm. any other situation how would you define a BDSM community mate like I'm going to have a kind of definitive thing no no, uh, no but I, what it means to you I think I, I, think I agree with Shockhead that it, you know it does mean different things to different people but certainly a support network I've found the local community be very supportive and to be supportive amongst other people. One of the things I've found local community does quite well is have what they call group leaders. Yeah, but yeah. like you say, a munch. And we can, we can go into that uh, a wee bit more later on and the idea of community leaders and all that kind of stuff. But one of the things that they do is like look after people when there's new people, they sort of make sure people get introduced and that kind of, oh, you're new, meet so and so so you're not just stunning there on your own you know yeah what does community mean to you what does community mean to me well I didn't feel part of it initially when I was on life and I didn't feel part of it when I started attending events actually either when I started to go to munches I felt kind of a bit outsidery for the first few mm. and then I think about six months in after I'd attended a few and I think I'd met a few people outside of munches as well socially yeah, about a year and a half ago I had an accident and I fucked my back up at work and I was really screwed up, really screwed up. And during that time, making sure that my house was tidy and clean and that I could look up, because I was proper screwed up. Mm. My back was in pieces and I, I couldn't, I could barely move. I was on so many drugs. And that, I don't know if it was the combination of drugs, but the warmth I felt mm. from everybody in the community. And that, and that was the first time. That is probably the most I feel mm. like part of the community for, ever, to be fair. For a moment there, Hans, I thought you were going to say... That was when I most felt like a dom. <laughs> when I was lying there a bit and people were doing stuff for me. <laughs> because because I don't tend to get too emotional easily. I'm not that sort of, do you know what I mean? But yeah, I, that, yeah. that, that was a genuine warm feeling of community. And I can't define personally for me community just logging onto a website or doing something like that. It has to be a group of people that yeah. I'm either personally connected with or there's wheels that connect overlap, you know? Yeah, because I've had the sort of counter on that. I've, I've been part of communities where I've never met the people. I've been part of online communities, and usually in gaming and, and, and online communities, I've felt part of it, mm. but I've never met the people. And so, but that's totally different. We're, we're all, uh, you know, especially in gaming and, and communities like that, you, you very much, it's the game that holds you together. So that's probably the only time you're ever going to meet is through that online thing. But as you say, with the kink communities and stuff, it's more of a mano a mano, a person to person thing. You know, that it's more about actually knowing the people and getting. To... I suppose there are people that can have, you know, sort of just online relationships and online communities and stuff, and that are perfectly happy with it and good on them. But I think you and I are very similar in the fact that we like the fact that there's a very personal yeah yeah there has sort of to thing be between it. And as you say, it's the friends and community yeah. that you make in the community that, that get you through. Yeah. And the cake. And, and the cake. cake. And the cake. Oh, if you're going to focus on the good things about the community, you have to focus on Burns' cake. If yeah. you're listening to this podcast and you're part of a munch and someone each month, week, six months, whatever, wherever you meet, if someone doesn't bring cake, 
Tell them to bring cake. It's not a proper munch unless it has cake. Bring cake. Cake is the way forward. And also, if you've got someone at your local munch or event that does bake, let them know you appreciate it. Yeah. You know, because yeah. we last episode we had a shout out to one of our community and make sure they good banana bread. And oh, it's got banana bread. Listened to the show and they actually said to me, hey, thanks for the shout out. I really appreciate that, you know. Yeah. And uh, I said, well, thank you. Really appreciate the <laughs> yeah. uh, banana bread. Well, there's a the one at the like last lunch that um, bought a lemon drizzle and it was still warm. So that was, oh, that yeah. made me so happy. <laughs> okay. The, the it lemon was good. drizzle was, oh. It was good. But that's what this podcast is about. It's about community. Mm. Yes. It's about okay. our, it's about our little community, how we interact with the community and reaching out to mm. either other communities elsewhere and saying this is a little bit about what we do or introducing people saying, Hey look, this is our community. Mm. It's a it's an open welcoming thing because you know it's on it's on a you know, it's on an open platform. But as well it shows you even with the title varying degrees, it shows that there's varying degrees of interaction and kink so it's not like you turn up and it's like right everyone's getting the paddling then you're getting some candle wax and you're getting the like sometimes you don't even really discuss kink yeah. at mm. these events you know yeah, it's not yeah. like you turn up and there's a quiz how hard quiz. did you get spanked this week on a scale of 1 to 10 <laughs> Hi, hi, Stance. Sure, you're working. Yeah. <laughs> sure, you're using with a Dulux purple paint chart to show how purple your arse was this week. Sure, you're working. I like that. But that, yeah, but that's the thing. It's not like you turn up and it is like, oh, you're. This is gonna happen. This is gonna happen. This is gonna. Happen. I think actually, probably for about the past, I'd say probably six months, every month that I've, I've managed to attend and stuff, and and other events I've managed to. I don't think I've ever really discussed anything super kink related there's maybe been a, a couple of sidelines on the topics and i welcomed a, f- uh, a new person the other week uh the cleaning lady and I, I <laughs> is that a username that's a username yeah yeah, yeah. oh i thought you were seeing oh, no, sorry no, no, i thought the, you were making the, a joke the, the clean lady uh shout out absolutely lovely beautiful person sorry love, love meeting you but you know first time at a bunch and so we just got chatting about everything and i just wanted to include her and Make her feel at home and and love the fact that she was in a new community and I was like yeah great and um, we got on like a house on fire and 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 lo and behold you know is that kind of what you done. see yourself in the community like because you're a community leader you're saying like yeah. how you welcome as new people is yeah. that is that what, kind of what you where you see yourself yeah in? I love I love it if someone new sits there I mean you can always tell the new people one because I go who are you <laughs> <laughs> you know but I I like the idea of maybe meeting someone beforehand and sitting down and having a drink, a coffee, whatever, you know, a bite to eat chips, whatever. And if not, you know, seeing them actually there and then and saying, you know, hi, you know, I'm yeah, yeah. who I am, you're who you are. I, I don't need to know about what your kink is. I don't need to know about what that is. Welcome. Mm. It doesn't matter what you like. It, welcome to the community. Welcome to the group. Let me introduce you to people. It, 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 I... I don't care what your kink is. I just want you to feel part of something. I recently declined a potential opportunity to help a munch organiser. And I was just I don't want that level of almost sort of responsibility. I don't know if it's me being lazy. I want to put back, mm. but I don't think that's... It's not you, it's not you. Do you know what I mean? It's just my instant response to that is, I'm not responsible enough to be doing that. <laughs> but, then, but then that's the thing, and it's just consent again. Mm. Yeah. You know, you are welcome to say yeah no i i don't feel comfortable with this yeah i wouldn't be i don't want to do that and that's okay and and, and that's good that you feel comfortable enough to say it's a nice example of self-control as well which uh, as we know is part of in a community is is something we often know i mean yeah when we're around people that are interested in the same when i say in the same sort of things you know in, in relative terms it's it's very easy to just lose yourself and go crazy and and let your mind run and let yeah, your body run yeah, and do whatever you need to do, but having that self control of being going, you know what, I'd I'd love to, I'd, I'm you know thank you for the offer, I'd love to, but that's that's for me that's not going to work, or I don't feel comfortable doing it. That's great self control, and I think that's something that's really admirable is actually being able to know where your limits are. You know. How would you define a munch for someone who didn't know? It's a social event. I mean, it started with a burger munch, didn't it? We were talking about Yeah, it was a burger munch, wasn't it? It was, it was somewhere like, like Brooklyn or somewhere like that. Oh, I, I, America, I, I thought it, it was somewhere more like Florida or 
Yeah, it was, it was somewhere. It was, no, it was somewhere really weird. It was like Pittsburgh. Or something like that. <laughs> Pittsburgh. They, it's fucking they, Pittsburgh. They had a, yeah, they all met up in a burger bar. What I think you find is, even now, a lot of it centres around food. Mm. We're having a wee discussion all our own about bacon and cake and stuff because it's kind of like a neutral thing. And as well, if it's a meet-up in an evening, people might have had the dinner or mm. whatever before they turn up. So you're not going to want to turn up and have another dinner, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Going back to what you were saying about, you know, the, the leader ideas and, and stuff like that and, and the fact that there are leaders and Burns is a leader yeah he is and so am I and so is he yeah and so am I um, <laughs> we we're seen as one of those people that that can be, I always say, like a facilitator. So especially Aye. when you get new people, you can Aye. basically say, "All right, you get chatting to them. You you take that step to help them along their way, along their little journey." And and so you can sit there and say, "Oh, you're interested in, in X, Y, and Z. Oh, you really want to meet? Hey, let me introduce you to such and such Aye. who has a very similar idea." And you can become that um, facilitator, and you th- you become the person that people go to. So I think things like that. Obviously, you know, you bandy about words like leader, and people can perhaps get an impression. For his followers. Mm. Well, no, but <laughs> what, what, I meant, what I meant to say was that, oh, so you consider yourself a leader, you consider yourself experienced. How long have you been around? Like, we've all seen all, like, say, Fat Life or Fab Swingers, that kind of thing. Some, like, youngster or whoever who's maybe, like, 19, 20 who's maybe not had as much life experience as some other people that you might know on the scene, calling themselves a master or a sir or whatever it is, you might think, have you had the, the life experience of that? And don't get me wrong, like, they might have been in DS, they might have been doing DS stuff for a while, you, you know, and, and it, might, it might well be legit, but you just sort of think, like, how much would you really know like how long could you have realistically been involved you mm. know I mean I've only been on the scene about two and a half or three years and I certainly wouldn't consider myself experienced or as a much leader you're not like, putting yourself out of as a pillar no, of the but, community but, but that, by, but that's by the default that's the thing I'm, I'm, I'm not going out and saying like um, as a leader I know all there is to know that's not what we're saying we're not being like aye mm. I, I know rope or I know this or I know that it's more just as Shockhead said, it's that bringing people in. It, it's it's one of those things that being a leader doesn't mean that you know everything. It's the fact that you're willing to take that responsibility to help others. You know, being okay. able to be like, you know, I'm. You know, if you need a hand, just shout up and we'll be here to help you. You know, no matter what it is as well. It doesn't right. just have to be kink related. It can right. be maybe just the general community being the big word today yeah in general it could be that maybe you know you're interested in such and such you want to know where to go and you go oh yeah yeah, actually xyz you can find that or it might be that you know maybe you're concerned about something that you've noticed in the community and you know it can be someone that will you know be an ear to listen and go actually yeah maybe that's something we should we should discuss you know that's the thing it's not about leading so to speak it's like leading from the back it's being yeah. one of those people that's just there in the background we're, we're talking we're talking like about lo- very localized face-to-face communities right but yeah there is also the the side what about people who would say they're active in the like the online daddy dom little girl community like on instagram and other social media sites would you say that's any less valid as a community I would say it's it's not any less valid as a community. I mean, I think community is something. I mean, anything can be a community. Five people who like walking around carrying milk bottles that are empty. They're, that could be a community. They're milk wind, darling. Yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's a job, not a community. Yeah, it's kind of okay, a let's, let's redefine that one. Um, no, any, anything can be a community. I think only five of them may enjoy actually enjoy it. Depends the where they put the bottles in the end as well. Um, <laughs> of, of what goes in the bottles. Who knows? But anything can be a community. And as you say, I mean, if it's a community of, of people that are interested in XYZ or, or whatever... Whether it be on Instagram, Facebook, FetLife, Fab Swingers, whether it be on any of the number of different yeah. things, I mean, crazy. Even if they're still in the old-fashioned way of emailing or forums that they've built, at the end of the day, a community is is a community. Is what you describe as a community. I might I might see it as a community. You might not. You might see it as a community. You know, it's all. Earlier on, Med used the term global community, and I I made some sort of joke and then sort of sniggered and <laughs> sort of said that I didn't feel part of any kind of global community. No, I feel no more part of a global community when I log on to FL than I do um, oh, on yeah, to Facebook. Yeah, yeah. Mm. And I find that global community is a term that's often used, more often than not used by 
big corporations rather than individuals. Yeah. Yeah. I find commute personally for me community is more. I don't know if it's necessarily geographically closer. A group but of it's groups. certainly tighter. Well, a community is where you commune. Yeah. It's where you all meet together. And, and I, I, even though people say social media, you can have people on the other side of the world and you can all meet together in the same way. Hmm. In essence, yes, it's a community. A second life? Is that a community? Was that a community? It's it's a problem. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but that's the thing. It is a community because people are communing together. So that kind of de- determines it. But as you say, personally, I don't feel that... like being on FetLife or being an FL makes me part of the worldwide community of everybody because there's there's parts of kink and BDSM that I'll probably never go near. Not out of choice. It's just because it'll never cross my path. Mm. Although, I just so, want to say, if the CEO of BDSM is listening, please continue to the CEO of BDSM? This. I'm just assuming he... Hans was talking about big business. There's got to be someone in there. Is that his name, Big Business? Big Business. Big Business. Big Daddy Business. Big Daddy Business. Maybe we'll have to look him up on FetLife. There's got to be one. Do it now. Do it now. You do it now. What do you think about internet communities burns? What do you make of all that? The internet. I think it can be a very good thing. Of course, you know, it can be abused and we can discuss that more later. I think we were going to do like a message of the week segment at at some point. But I think for a lot of people, a lot of the the online stuff, be it FetLife, be it something on Facebook, be it wherever you find it, a lot of it might be your first kind of real moment where you go, ah, there's a name for this. Or, Mm. ah, there's other people who who do this or are into this. Yeah. And I think it's it's very important, particularly in the queer community, where I know, like particularly on the wake of Pride Month and all, mm. like, yes, there is a bit more acceptance, but we're still not there. Mm. People are still getting murdered. Yeah. You know, people are still getting attacked and it's not okay. You know, and we do need to be speaking up about this. And we, you know, but oh, yeah. on, online, someone might go, Right, I don't have to pretend anymore. Yeah. Mm. You know, I, I don't have to hide who I am. And they can go out and be like, right, this is great. Mm. It's, it's nice it's knowing that... It's a space that, where I'm safe. Yeah, right. it's, it's a nice safe space. It's nice to know that you you, you can go out and be who you want to be in a, in a community. And I'm not going to say in a non-judgmental community. There's always going to be people that judge. I, and, always, and, and always. There always is, no matter always, where you it go. It is less in this community. But though, yeah, there's a hell of a lot more of being able to say, this is who I am. This is what I like. This is what I want. These are my needs. These these are my, This is who I am, period. And not have to feel like you're an outsider. Not having to feel like you're right. different. Yeah, you never know. Someone might say, wow, that's very different. I've never come across that. But they'll probably be like, tell me more. They want to know um, more. You know, it's, it's not a sort of, that's weird. I'm not going near that. Well, I've you considered know. that before, but I'm not sure. I've got some questions, please. Uh, yeah, yeah. That's the thing. People are generally a bit more polite and understanding and a bit more open to ideas. And it's really, if, if it's not your thing, you can always just walk away. Mm-hmm. And be like, right, I'll, I'll have a chat with them about something else a wee bit later and you know it's all very amicable yeah I, and and that's the thing i mean i've got ones that i i personally don't like they're not my thing and and some of them make me feel slightly uncomfortable but i i happily will say to people that that is not my sort of thing that makes me slightly uncomfortable but it's not an as an offense to them if that's your thing that, that's right. fine you know what, what about the um you're saying that uh it's a safe space but are kink communities, either online or locally, <laughs> at a local level, mm. a safe space? They're truly. not immune to problems. Uh, yeah, nothing's immune to problems. And yeah, you, you've, you've always got free radicals and, and, and things that will go wrong. But, but I have noticed that things like munches, I remember a munch not too long ago, we had a person arrive who was a problem, but the entire munch sort of got together to deal with it. It wasn't, yeah. nobody was in trouble. No, no, no. It's no, a it case was... of th- it was being dealt with, but diplomatically but it was being dealt with and people were aware of it go by the way there's a problem you know here's, yeah. here's how to approach it and go from there so no one was unsafe it was at any point. it was safer i mean all I communities well. can be toxic but and, and have problems but i find that the, the the kink and bdsm communities is is possibly the best one i've come across that can work through 
mm. and resolve those issues. But as well, like, because of the nature of it and the nature of when it goes bad, you've got some very specific ways of dealing with it mm. that perhaps, like, if you had, say, like a board game club and there was a member of the board game club that would continually cheat at Monopoly there'd be a different way of dealing with that you know and it might be you know very different but and say this scene if someone was a known repeated consent violator mm. right and um, let's just say low level you know not in, in terms of uh, criminal activity because obviously that that just escalates to the next level and that gets dealt with you know sort of away for everybody mm. but a lot of that kind of thing will get shut down quite quickly and you know the, as, as you said Red there might be people who are quite new and you know we, we discussed a wee bit earlier before we started the recording that it's quite daunting for new people to come in and there is always the danger that if you're entirely new to the community you might put your foot in it a wee bit you might make a mistake say something to someone that's considered a wee bit offensive mm. you might be but, taken advantage of well, mm. potentially yeah. but as well but as, as Shockhead said as well if you do cause offence you step back you apologise you move on you know you, you, you try to not carry on mm. making the same mistake but there comes a point when you have to take someone aside and say right look this is known and then maybe uh, a temporary ban from coming along to something or obviously depending on the to, severity of the well, situation mm. to add on that just with with temporary bans just to sideline it slightly the, the thing i found about the, the the king community over most other communities as you say other groups and meetings and stuff is that in other groups and meetings if you make mistakes repeatedly it's just expulsion mm. it's just nah nah you're not allowed anymore bye bye go somewhere else with the king community there's much more of a sort of it, it's not so much a, a ban or an expulsion it's a bit more of a let us help you work through this Aye. let Aye. us let us let us help you because understand there's a bit more of a we don't want to get rid of you we want to include you but you need to but to we, help we, us help we, you we, you, we, you also see that that's partly because you, you're also kind of looking at for the, the greater, the, the, mm. the wider community as a whole. Because the thing with a lot of the, the, the munchies and, and these kind of things is it's not entirely localised. Mm. No. So yeah. you might have someone in one town will go to a munch in another town and it might be because the one in their town either doesn't exist or... They don't want to go there because, like, they run the risk of bumping other people if you work, or yeah, similar. Yeah. Or, or some they've got a history with it. Maybe or, they don't come mm. across. Aye, or they've caused trouble there, and they want to go somewhere else. Yeah. So it might be if that was the case, you might say, right, we've had a problem with X person, right? You you want to make sure other people within the community aren't at risk, you know? So there is this kind of risk management strategy if you like to the to the kink community that I've that I've seen and I think we've got some people in the local area that are very good and are trained in dealing with this stuff and they're the kind of people you can go to for advice as we've said and you know I'm not saying that I'm I'm necessarily one of those people myself. I've not had the training mm. but there are people there, I think, and especially some of the people who've maybe been around the scene a bit longer can offer advice without wanting to be too negative about it all, you know. There is a lot of good the community's doing, and one of the things we were saying is that when there has been a transgression, the first instance is to try to help someone overcome that, be it personal difficulty or whatever it is, and, you know, being quite forgiving and trying to help people reintegrate. And who knows? Who knows? Yeah, you never know. It might change. It might change. And I think one of the things as well, it's, it's a journey, you know? Mm. Mm. Do you think mm. community facilitates growth? 
I I'd, I'd say so. I, yeah, I also I think it, it facilitates actually practicing these kind of things safely. Like going going to a munch and stuff. You've got any questions? You can ask someone who's experienced in it. What do I do here? Like as I was saying before we started this about aftercare and things. I never really knew that aftercare was a big deal until I started doing this. You know, like remember when we had a, a play party at our house? People were receiving a bit of a battering. And then mm. afterwards, asking for moisturiser. No, I don't moisturise. It's not something that's ever been on my routine. So suddenly I'm being asked for something I don't have. So now I especially have a, a little pot of E45 ready for the next one. And asking, what does what do people do normally? One person has like chocolate raisins, another person likes strawberries and a cuddle. One person likes, you know, being wrapped up in a blanket burrito and put on an episode of Friends. It, you know, yeah, I mean, everybody's aftercare different. isn't just cab fare. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, but it's, it's one of those things I've never been introduced to. Well, that's, that's your thing. Some people, that is their yeah. thing. That yeah, might, you know, but it's, it's a diff- everybody has different ways of coping afterwards. Some people want a bath bomb. I'll make sure I'm stocked up next time, ready for what you need afterwards. And then, oh, not no, visit them Lush. Yeah, there's nothing wrong the with that. I love available. Lush. <laughs> um, but it's, it's, it's just, you know, learning these different things that make people enjoy what they're doing and help people through it. And I'm like, that's actually really handy to know. Now I will do that next time. And, and that's, that's that a big thing that you learned through the community. Mm is the fact that it was part of that, that that's where you learned it, you know. Yeah. Shockhead and Reds, you two throw an absolutely wonderful soiree. The, the, the saucy prancings. We yeah, call it that, the saucy prancings. The saucy prancings. <laughs> We've had part one and part two. and Part three is coming. Part three is coming. And, and they're great community events because, uh, you know, you're welcoming people into your house. Yeah. You're, wel- you're welcoming people, you know, you're welcoming yeah. a group of people that you met through... What, what, could, what could be seen as some are boiled down to sexual deviancy. Yeah. <laughs> you, you know, it's but, great, isn't it? But, but, you're, <laughs> but, but, but you're welcoming them into your home not as sexual deviants. As friends. But as friends. Yeah. In, in, you know, and, and, and as you know, community and facilitating that coming together of people. And mm. the, the thing is, and the other thing we, we sort of did is that we know that even within such a welcoming community as ours, that some people might not get along. Some people might not see on the same level. Yeah. Some people might have personal differences. We invite all of them. Yeah, yeah. Because well, just because person A might have a problem with person B doesn't stop them being our friends and doesn't stop them being less invited. So we will always include yeah. and be inclusive of our friends, our tutors, <laughs> our neighbours. You know, it's okay quest- not to like everybody in your community. This is a positive thing. Because you can't like everybody you work with. Mm. You can't like every member of your family. Yeah. Beautifully, yeah. not everybody's the but same. Even, even yeah. the people you like, there'll be times that you don't get on. Yeah. And there's also but, times when they're not they're not right for you right now. Right. Mm. But and that doesn't mean you, you want them to be any less part of your community. No. Just because you no. maybe... There's no sort of... I don't really know that person. I don't think we'd click, whatever. Yeah. But, I, I, you know, but they're still valued members of the community. Yeah. But that, that's still be thing. civil. Yeah, yeah. But you don't have to know everybody intimately and you don't have to like everybody to have a harmonious community that grows together and that everybody benefits from. We like to see our, our saucy brandings as a, a time where we can get people who we've not really spoken to much, yeah. where we spoke to once or twice at a munch or at an event or something, to get them together and get all these people together so we can go, hey, great, let's all mingle, let's all talk, let's... You I, know, yeah, I barely knew you the first time I came over. Yeah, so, so I, I think, think we'd only met twice before. Hmm. But, but that's one of the, the interesting things you see about the munches now. They do, what, once a month, maybe a couple of times a month, right? Mm-hmm. Now, that's if you go to everyone. Yeah. Right? So, that might be people you've not seen for a month or a couple of months. And then, how can you realistically build up a rapport with someone if you only see them every couple of months? You've not had the chance to build that up necessarily. And then, when you get to the munch, they might be, say, 40, 50 people, or they might only be 10, whatever. But you'll go and you'll maybe have a chat with your pal that you've not seen in two months, right? Have your wee chat, and then you see someone else you've not seen for a while, and, and whatnot. And you just can't get around to everyone. And it's not for any rudeness or anything like that. There's just too many people to yeah, get yeah, around to, yeah, you know? Yeah, yeah. And uh, I've, I've found myself saying to quite a few people, oh, I'm really sorry I've not had the chance to talk to you. Happens and I've had, I've had people say it to me as well, quite a few times. They say, oh, sorry, we've not been able to chat tonight. It's like, it's fine. Hmm. Yeah. I'll see you the next time. And one of the things that I read was saying earlier before we started recording was chatting about just the general social stuff. So sometimes when you see people outside of a munch or an event or play party or whatever, you might just become friends generally. Mm. You know. The four of us sitting here would be. Well, aye. Aye. Yeah. yeah. And that's how 
the one community begins to expand a bit and you know the kind of bonds that you forge with people strengthens that initial community where you came together in the first place you know yeah, yeah it's like when you meet someone as a friend like to be honest how i got into the local community that i'm in now was someone who was a friend i got questioning about what they were doing the night before we were chat and they revealed that they'd been at a king event and i said oh you were at such and such, I'm guessing. And they said, how did you know? And I said, because I'm interested in that sort of thing as well. Oh, we didn't know. We'd known each other for like a year and a half. And neither had the two kink sort of interests met until that right. point. That point on, we suddenly realised, oh, we've got more in common. And it became even more inclusive. And, and it's, it's not necessarily something strengthened the friendship, you know. Not necessarily something you just casually throw into a conversation. Well, it? no, not really, but, you know, it, it was just one of those things, it was a chance happening. Oh, a saucy chancing. A saucy, a saucy chancing. <laughs> oh, hey. Nicely done. You're going to love the name of the sushi-themed one we're doing. Oh, God, I hate sushi. The soy saucy prancing. Oh. Way. Oh, <laughs> I'm looking forward to that, though. Yeah, yeah right. the soy saucy prancing. I get to be a is plate. That, is that going to be like, so, oh, oh, hey, hey. What, what? I'm just about to ask well, you. Yeah, I get to be that. a plate. Final little thought on community. Right, Jerry. Enough <laughs> my final thought. No, enough for your final thought. Enough for your final thought. <laughs> Thank you, Mr. Kyle. Final well, Jer- thought, Jerry not Springer, not Jeremy game? Kyle. Yeah, yeah I know, but I, sorry, I, I know the difference. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, any last thoughts on the topic of community? Uh, why are you always come to me? Let's <laughs> right, no, no, start with Red. Red, Red. What, any, come, red on, come on, Red. Any, any last thoughts on the topic of community, my dear? Uh, you like it. You like it. <laughs> that's just perfect. That's absolutely oh, fine. No, I, I do like it. It's, a, it's a, a friendship group which is sort of to friendship and beyond almost. Like, oh. I bet you could be more friendly with people sometimes. Yeah. Well, the it's, 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 it's thing is, yeah. it's, there's less less judgment and kind of you can be a bit more open with the conversation and you, you know where your less limit is with conversation already yeah. because of where you are. So it's yeah. the fact that because you know who you are, it's like, is it normal if this happens? Like, yeah, that's no, kind of, actually, yeah. let me compare notes and, and stuff. You could just say that and you don't have to worry oh my god are they going to freak out if I say this you already know and it's fine like, so mostly good and they're not going to freak out and you know yeah yeah. you're not kind of filtering yourself and editing what you say yeah before you say it yeah I mean I'm, I'm one who's known for not really having that filter mm. I, I don't have the, the, the bullshit filter yeah. where I, I just say things I don't know what I say yeah. I, just, I just say them if it's in my head it's probably going to come out I do have some filters where I just go can't see that you're going to be arrested. Anna Kinky. <laughs> <laughs> I can just see that it's the, the the famous anarchy symbol, the A in the circle, but with like a gimp mask over it or something, <laughs> you know, or some sort of like chastity. Oh, a big no, a big chastity device on it. That'd be really good. Like an A, but like it's a big it, No, it's an A, but it's oh. a set of legs with a um, bar in the middle of them. Oh, no, there you go. That's no. that image. We've got to have that. We've got to draw but that. Where's, so, the, where, where's the butt plug going? This this dog-eared Bible-thick book that I hold in my right hand. It is very much a doorstop of a book, isn't it? It is quite hefty. It's quite heavy as well. Pages and pages. The Encyclopedia of Unusual Sex Practices. I purchased this book about 14, 15 years ago almost. Wow. Is that why the pages are stuck together? That, that, is why, that is exactly why the pages are stuck together. And I thought what would possibly make a better segment than uh, every episode once a month that I pick from a letter of it. Mm. I feel like you need like, an angelic chorus at that point. Oh, yeah. oh God. Pick a key. Encyclopedia of Unusual Sex Practices. Sex Practices. Sex Practices. <laughs> letter A. Ooh. We're going to be doing a letter a month, which is going to be fun. So we'll have a letter for every uh, every episode. every letter in the al- alphabet. An episode for every letter in the alphabet. Indeed. Yes. How many is that? <laughs> <laughs> it depends on the alphabet you use. Well, it depends. Cyrillic. Let's go with that. <laughs> you know, there's only about 500 letters. Right, carry on. We're starting with A. A. Very good place to start. Mm. Acoustophilia. You what? Oh, it's got to be sound. It's got to be something like sound. Or like you like shagging acoustic guitars. An acoustophile becomes aroused by sounds. Yes. Sounds preferred may be in the form of music, songs, love poems, verbal abuse, sexual commands, comments in a foreign language, screaming, panting, moaning, groaning, sighing, heavy breathing, and as well as any other natural sounds that people make during sex. People who do not normally vocalise feelings of arousal, but who would like to develop the skill, 
during, during masturbation by concentrating on the sounds they express in ecstasy. Right. That's, that sounds like right. more common than it actually... Do you know what? It is very common because, especially when you say that about accents and other languages, it is a big thing. Some people are... I think I think more people than not are, are sexually attracted to, especially other languages, people like French, Italian... Well, even that know. are people being spoken to. Burns. Yeah. Being, this is a scientific experiment. Burns. I thought you were going for the accents thing. I was going to leave me out of this. <laughs> <laughs> this is a scientific experiment. Right. If you're watching porn, do you find it more or less arousing with a volume off? Less. There you go. I, I find it, yeah, it's definitely less arousing. And I, well, it all depends. Acoustophilia, my friends. Yeah. Yeah, I, we all are. Acro. Like, <laughs> 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 okay. Acrophilia, anyone? Oh, acro. Acrophilia. It's got to be something like bendy bodies. No? Oh. Spell A C R O philia. Acrophilia. Acrophilia. Well, an acrobat. Uh, oh, uh, yeah. Well, I think acrobat. So surely maybe it's like um, something to do with people being aerial or something like that. Oh, close. Burns any oh. better? Right. No, Gymnasts. No, no, no. You're Is it sex in, in the air? Closer. Oh, the trapeze. No. Um, on right. a plane. Tyro. Okay, look, I'll put you out of your misery. The hoops. Yeah. Refers to a person who's sexually aroused by heights, skydiving, oh, bungee cord jumping. You mean you're scared of heights? I'm scared terrified. Of heights. Yeah, I'm I don't terrified. know if that's the total opposite of being aroused by them. I, I suppose it goes. Towards I think a phobia is. I think the polar opposite of anything. It shrinks when I'm up heights. Put yeah, it that way. Yeah, yeah. Right, <laughs> maybe. Is oh. that because the altitude? This is really got colder. Man, yeah. I'm only going up just, like I'm only going up a building. I'm only going like forty thousand feet. It's <laughs> in here, so we'll have it. Hmm. What are your thoughts on adultery? Oh. Hmm. It depends who's adulting. <laughs> I'm not very good at. As long as it's not red. No, I'm not, I'm not very good at adulting. Um, not adulting, <laughs> adultery. Well, that's the same thing. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> it was like it sometimes. Let me let me let me uh, clarify. An affair. An, uh, an affair. Mm. No. Is it the Thomas Crown? No, no. Well, the no. films are available. Ne- ne- neither is it a steam fair. Ah, oh, no, sorry. But I think we all know what adultery is, and, and yeah, I think that, we all know our thoughts on that as well. Yeah. How's that an, uh, uh, an unusual sex practice? That's, in the that's the most common one that I've ever that's come across. That's a very usual sex practice. It is, isn't yeah. it? Androidonism. Yeah, fair enough. Yeah. But what, what do you think is the definition in here? Um, wait, anyone else? No. <laughs> I, I, I'm not entirely sure what it you actually like is. You like androids. So yes, indeed. Yes. That androgyny was big thing in the 80s. Thing 80s pop stars, girls that look like boys, boys that look like girls. Yeah. Oh, yeah. boy George. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, you know. Androgynism, so very much... Yeah, boy George, yeah. David... Yeah. David gender, fluid, gender, gender fluid. Gender fluid. Before there was as many terms. Or as they say, like, non-sexuality, where you yeah. can do whatever you want. Yeah, you? exactly. You, you, you know, in here it's got uh, androids. I am, uh, I'm sorry, to the, the listeners at home, you can't see this, but I am looking at the next page, which appears to have what appears to be either a heron or some form of duck with a very, very large penis. Anthropomorphic uh, cartoons. Ah, furries. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> like, well, no, not quite. It's like with Disney Paul. That, that'd, be, that'd be under F, mate. And we've got a few episodes before we're there. Oh. We'll have one more. One more. Automasticism. Automasticism. Yeah, hurting yeah. yourself. Hurting yeah. yourself. Deliberate self-harm syndrome. Self-flagellation. Bo- borderline mutilator. Ooh. Infliction of injury. And that is all we have for the letter A this evening, folks. Hey! Letter A. I'm looking forward to the D. <laughs> oh, I bet you are. <laughs> Welcome to a new section of the show. This is Giaconotti with Burns. This is from an erotic fiction collection of Amazon called Lady Sex. This section is from a story called Walking the Dog. Do you know how dogs sniff each other's butts? I'm not sure why they do, but there was some kind of important communication going on. I got a dog last year and I named her Lady. She is a beautiful mutt, half golden retriever and half German Shepherd. Her colour is grey with lots of red and honey highlights. She is so fantastically happy and energetic and she is well behaved as long as I give her long walks twice a day. Her only bad habit she has is that she sniffs women's crotches and butts. I don't know why she does it but she must have a greater sensitivity and compulsive sense of smell. When Lady was just five months old, I was walking her and she rammed her nose into some cute woman in the park after a jog. At first I thought my dog liked the sweaty smell, 
but she just kept at the woman's crotch. This got to be a regular habit with my dog and it happened almost every time I took her for a walk if we passed a woman. Lady would only bonk into mostly young women and I wondered if they had their period or even had recently gone to the bathroom. <laughs> Lady didn't like my boyfriend. As she got older she would growl and get aggressive with him. I too began to dislike him because anybody who doesn't get along well with a cute puppy might just be a bad person. Eventually we broke up over his problem with my wonderful sweet lady. If somebody couldn't get along with my dog, then the relationship was doomed. Soon after that, I realised that she didn't like any men. She growled at my dad, who is a total dog lover. Lady made it very difficult for me to date. Sometimes out on walks, she would begin to bark aggressive at a passing man. I had to admit that many times I had the same feeling. Guys can be creepy the way they stare at your boobs or don't say anything. I began to accept Lady's irritation with men as a defence instinct of me. Then one day I saw Lady sniff the butt of another dog. That was a female dog. Not just sniffing, but she also licked the dog's vagina. Those two female <laughs> dogs were both in heat. Things were getting gross and strange. <laughs> <laughs> Some dog homophobia there, I'm not entirely sure if I'm cool with that, man. There we go. Then she mounted that dog and humped her for several minutes. After that, both dogs were salivating and wagging their tails urgently. I began to think that my dog is a lesbian. Could it be? <laughs> several months passed by and I was beginning to lose weight and tighten up my legs and abdominals. Walking a half an hour at least twice a day can make a big impact on your fitness. One day I was walking in the park and Lady got overly friendly with a woman's crotch. She actually licked it. She was whining and wagging her tail like she'd just found a fresh steak. But Lady just continued poking this woman's private parts. Bonking her nose in her intimates. <laughs> Bonking. Oh my god, I'm so sorry. Lady, stop now, I commanded, trying to get control of my dog. The woman was good natured about it, laughing and softly pushing Lady's head away from her pussy. <laughs> <laughs> Lady was wagging her tail excitedly, and so I pulled her leash to defuse the situation. Well, that's some dog you have. Do you train her to do that? Asked the jogger. <laughs> she had shorts on and a jogging bra. She had a beautiful tan and short dark hair. Very pretty. Not that I was thinking of her body in a in sexual way. I've always had plenty of boyfriends. No. I certainly don't. Jeez, I am so sorry. Damn, that's so queer for her to do that. Are you saying your dog is a lesbian? Inquired the jogger. <laughs> I was a little intimidated as I caught her washboard abs. She was healthy looking. There's quotes around healthy. <laughs> Bad choice of words. That's not me critiquing. That's just that's what she's saying. I mean, no, she's not. I've never heard of that. She's not even a year old. She's just big, but she's still a puppy, I stammered as Lady started pulling the chain towards the woman. Well, I think your dog likes me. It's really nice to make friends with you anyway, she said. My name is Eve, pronounced the jogger, extending her hand. I jog here almost every day. I shook her hand and introduced myself. My name is Gay. <laughs> Nominative determinism in practice there. Eve looked me over, so I got a little nervous. The whole gay innuendo made me nervous. That's like bad battle rap, that. Rhyming nervous with nervous, you know. My whole life, I've been teased for the name. Yeah, she was. I continued blathering on with this woman. When I was in school, my boyfriend's name was Dick, so we made quite the odd couple. <laughs> <laughs> Gay, that's a lovely name. It's so, so happy that she announced. 
<laughs> now my face was blushed bright red, talking this curvy woman who was flirting with me. As I turned around, Eve was inches away from my face and pressed in, kissing my mouth. I was shocked, but I just shut my eyes. Eve took that as approval and kissed me again. This time, it was more aggressive, as she inserted her tongue between my lips. She started flitting her tongue fast and soft against mine. As I got more aroused, I became less frightened and realised that I had always been curious about having sex with another woman. Now I felt powerless to stop it. Okay. She pressed her hand behind my waist and pulled me in to rub bellies with me while we kissed. Interesting kink. The pressure of our torsos... The pressure of our torsos was making me hot. I surprised myself as I was the first to run my hand over her boobs. I had no trouble finding her erect nipples. Your breasts are very sensitive when I am horny, said Eve. And you, you make me horn very horny. I pulled on her big nipples, watching them grow with each touch, becoming curious to see what they look like out of clothing. Balloons, presumably, if they're just inflated. Well, <laughs> do you know one thing I've learned from that? No. The one thing I've learned from that... Don't get is a dog. You, no, is if you go to kiss them and they shut their eyes, that's as good as informed consent to crack on. <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't know. That's what I took away I, from that. I suppose, we're, yeah. We're, you don't... we're laughing about it, but I am erect. Like, right now. <laughs> <laughs> I, I would see a doctor. Was that the answer? <laughs> was, that, was that the content? Was that the... the... You wow. Better, you what better... do you think of that, yeah. please? Um, I don't know what I think of it. <laughs> Hilarious at first. I had a lot of trouble trying not to laugh and I just gave up and started laughing anyway. It's a, it, I it's don't think that's actually that... how that would have started. But then again, it's all pornography. The storyline's a bit questionable. Yeah, um, I mean, you call a plumber, the plumber comes around the next and thing they you fuck know, you, you, it's, you, you yeah. know, you've got to them. But No plumber does that ever, by the way. It's highly in... disappointing. They're never good looking. Not right. in Britain. Yeah. I, mean, I mean, to be no. fair, in Britain... The plumbers will fuck you, but I'll do it through finance. The orifice <laughs> of your wallet. Yeah, it's always that plus VAT at the end. Oh, oh yeah, it'll cost you nine hundred quid plus VAT, and you think, well, well what is it with it? Just tell me what the whole thing is. You know, and also the fact is, is that whenever you order a plumber in England, you know, they never turn up on time. No. Mm. We'll be there between nine and six. Is that great? <laughs> VAT I, I'm waiting for a part, and that part's a big rubber dick that they're gonna fuck you with. Well, and on that note, I think we'd better leave it there, don't you guys? Well, ladies and gentlemen, that just about wraps up episode two of Varying Degrees. I've hoped you've enjoyed joining us this evening, and you look forward to another episode. Join you in about a month or so. But in the meantime, it's goodbye from all of us here. Sweet.